This week on Practically Christian, we talk about you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Boom. like that beat i almost got like i almost forgot what we were doing and i did not mean to just shut it off <laughs> like that either <laughs> it was good so hello good. and welcome to another episode of practically christian podcast we are so sorry we missed last week but we are both teachers it was the first week of school and that's really our reason <laughs> See, and if you are see, a teacher, you understand. You get it. And if you're not a teacher, like, you were excited your kids got to go back to school because now you don't have to deal with them, but we do. And I love dealing with your babies. And some of y'all know. Stop. <laughs> don't even say it. Some of y'all know. You know. <laughs> so we are sorry. It was a very extremely busy and hectic. stressful and yes. hectic and chaotic. And I agree. Should have probably thought that one through a little more. But... It's done, it's over with, and we are back on this week. We are so happy. So happy. That you continue to listen and support this, and we continue to grow. Our next milestone is actually 10,000 downloads. Wow. Where are we now? Don't worry about where we're at now. <laughs> we are on our way to 10,000. That's exciting. So, I mean, and... and are we going to do anything if we get to 10,000? Y'all tell me what you want me to do when we get to 10,000. Let's go that route. Oh, boy. On Facebook. Or Instagram at practically underscore Christian underscore podcast. Well, that kind of takes away my next point because I was going to say, if you haven't already, like us, follow us on Facebook or Instagram. On the Insta. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of funny stuff we put up there. There's a lot of funny stuff up there. <laughs> put a really funny one up there today. Now. Anywho. Let me fix something on the ipad here i was about to say you could talk while i'm doing this there we go well for any of you teachers out there welcome back to school i personally am so excited about the school you're starting i am teaching a different grade level this year and i am so excited to dive into the curriculum starting tomorrow and i know that might sound corny but i am so excited I love, love, love my job. Now, that being said, because <laughs> that was just filler, in case none of y'all noticed. But it was a true story. And you know it's a true story, don't you? Hello? I don't know anything. You don't know if I love my job? Yes, you do. You do. I am that teacher. You are. Uh-huh. But, mm -hmm. moving on. So, speaking of Facebook, we did a um, a poll a couple of weeks ago we did um coming out of our emotions and um we we really wanted to dive into specific emotion mm. and so we did a poll and it was what do you struggle with more anger or sadness so if you voted in that poll you again are helping steer the trajectory trajectory like you were all off on that this podcast and that's why he's not teaching ELA. so Anger was the winner of the poll. Yep. 
So we have more people out there that, that struggle with anger. Um, and, and so that's what we're going to tackle first. Right. Um, we'll, we'll come back to other emotions later, um, like in the next podcast, but this one's going to be about anger, Mm -hmm. which was hard for me because when I voted in the poll, Mm -hmm. I struggled with anger more than sadness. Like, you know, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry, like that kind of anger. Like the Batman anger. Is that what you're saying? Um, is that the Hulk? Yeah, it is. It's actually Bruce Banner. Like, that's a famous line that he says. Batman doesn't say anything like that? No. No, you're right. Because it used to be when Bruce Banner got mad, he would turn into the Hulk. Yep. So he would tell everyone, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Touche. So looking at anger, and it is a huge, huge topic. Mm -hmm. Um, And understand, sometimes, especially when we're dealing with emotions, words are relative. Mm -hmm. Um. Like Debbie is famous for saying, I'm not angry. I'm frustrated Mm -hmm. where I go. No, you're angry. So understand that. Like you may like think of anger one way. I may think of anger another way. Right. But we're really, I think we can all agree talking about the same kind of things, whether you're frustrated, angry, what are some other words? Well, I think frustration can lead to anger. (laughs) but this is my point like we're talking about that whole emotion of anger okay and we're we're just gonna group it encompasses a lot of different things so what are some other words like frustrated annoyed annoyed, um perturbed angry irritated yeah like all of those words we're just gonna put into one category okay and we're gonna discuss it as anger okay so to start with Let's look at a root cause of anger because like we could sit here and talk about symptoms all day. Like, sure. Oh, you know, when my kid does this, it gets me angry. Or when my spouse does this, it gets me angry. Or my teacher does this, it gets me angry. It is a, to me, it's the posture of your heart. But I think that's all emotion. Oh, I agree a hundred percent. But anger is really rooted in not getting your own way. I was just going to say dissatisfaction. Yeah, it's you going, I want, and I didn't get, Right. so I'm going to get angry, and I'm going to take. Like when the baby grabs the bottle from your hand, and you're not done making it, and then they kind of like shake you. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been shook by a baby, but... Well, when you're home with three of them, it it happens. (laughs) Really, it's we don't have control of a situation. We're trying to get that control, right? and and so we lash out. we're raising our voice, stomping our feet, slamming a door, um... I have seen people grunt. Our kids <laughs> grunt. Anger. They do. They have. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. We. Yeah. Not cool. But that's why anger can be so volatile. Mm-hmm. Because you're trying to like get control by any means necessary. And I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with feeling, being angry or feeling that emotion. I think it's living in it and then not being able to process through it. I mean. I think it's a segue to, I don't want to say the word breakthrough because I hate that word. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to, it's a terrible <laughs> word. Like mm. it's, it, it, it takes you to the, you can get angry and then you can get, have resolve on the other side of it. Sure. If we act within self-control. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's not necessarily a bad thing. But anger being rooted in selfish ambition. Right. In vain conceit. That's why that's why Paul is warning the Philippians in Philippians 2 about that. I mean, there's righteous anger. 
Right, but we're, but understand, we're not God. Right. And and our anger, I, I can honestly, I don't even think there's ever been a time in my life where I could honestly go, that was righteous anger. Like, I, I was justified in that. I Well, I disagree. And <laughs> I disagree because when you were a police officer and you went to calls where kids were being abused or women were being abused, you were angry. And I remember you coming home and you were angry about that. Yes, and I and I know. Yes, and I get and I get what you mean, and that's why Ephesians four, Paul goes, "Be angry and and sin not." Right. That's why you, as a cop, were never arrested for whatever Um, you know, (laughs) or me as an ordinary citizen. (laughs) (laughs) So I've never been arrested. Make it clear, he's never been arrested. (laughs) It just hit me what you said, and I was like, "Wait, that makes it sound like okay." So you went the stint, and I I know what I meant. (laughs) I know my truth. Yes. But anyway. just like all of the other emotions, anger right. is something we feel and it's not right. right it's right. not wrong in and of itself. It's, it's what we truth. do with right. it. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing really. Okay. When we start to recognize we are feeling angry, we need to have a plan on what to do with yeah. that anger. Right. And going back to being with children, not just at school, but even at home, like, Okay, you can feel this now. What, like, you have sat with JT, and you know, I've sat with the girls, and we've talked to them all together on what to do when you start feeling that anger. Okay, now you have to do something with it. Absolutely. I think we, what happens, what I have found is there are a lot of adults that stopped in that juvenile state as an adolescent or as a teenager, and they never got past, they never matured past that moment where you know their brains developing and they're forming you know their way ways out they ne- they never stopped they never um got past that so as soon as they get angry they revert back to what you say is your lowest level of training right mm-hmm. so they go back to stomping their feet and punching walls and well and that's why in the proverbs it says you know spare the rod spoil the child Although that I know a lot of people use that as a verse to spank their children. Right. That, that's not really the, the whole vein behind that. It's Is it discipline about correction? It's, it, like you know, correct your child. Mm-hmm. Like, because if they get away with it in your house, they're going to get, they, they think they're going to get away with it everywhere. Right. And there's a lot of situations that, you know, throwing a temper tantrum is not going to be the best thing for them. Right. Um, especially in the middle of target and, and really let's think of, you know, practical ways to deal with anger. I think the first step should be to pray. Well, you know, I ask Jesus, Hey, take this from me. I, I think one and not disagreeing. I do think you need to do that. I do think you need to recognize and acknowledge I am angry. I mean, there are times that I know me personally and I've grown since then, but I didn't want to, what have you? (laughs) I wish you saw the look he just gave me. <laughs> I have grown. Um, hence why I'm not responding in anger right now. <laughs> anyway, um, like I had to stop and acknowledge, okay, what am I feeling? No, I am angry. And sometimes at the moment I go, I do want to be angry for a minute. And then, okay, I got I to gotta move on. God, please help me walk through this. Jesus, please give me the strength to... I What? No, I, I understand what you're saying, I, and I agree with it. Then what was the hesitation for? It was more, 
I would be careful ever, you know, really telling someone, hey, live in the anger for a little bit. It, I'm again, not telling them I think they should. I know me personally, like there were times where I was like, no, I need, I'm going to be angry for a moment. But, like but that again, was my, but that was again, my lack of self-control and going, I'm just going to stop my feet and I want to feel this way because I deserve to be angry. Right. And, and again, we need to validate our emotion. You know, you need to recognize it. You need to admit it. Um, and, and I am famous for saying we can visit with our emotion. <laughs> we don't live there. That, that, that's just what the hesitation was. It was, I gotcha. you know, as I'm listening to you talk, I'm like, well, please don't tell people. To yeah. Stay. Like, no, 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 no. I don't know. You shouldn't stay angry. I mean, there are so many things that come with being angry, physical implications, I cortisol mean, levels, cortisol and, levels. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's so your hormones just go up and down and stress and i mean anger and stress are related to so many illnesses yeah and it's affecting every part of your body physically emotionally your adrenal glands are Mm -hmm. pumping and and that adrenaline's going out and and seriously there are people that become addicted to that because they like how it feels right and that's a bad place to be hence people on steroids i mean but but again so the the first place we need to be is is going to christ Mm -hmm. is going hey immediately you're right i need Mm -hmm. to pray about this right then we, if you can separate yourself from the situation, right? You know, I think about a lot of times something simple, telling a child, not any child, but telling one of our kids, <laughs> go take a shower, right? And like immediately they want to argue that back, and I'm like, I- I'm telling you go take a shower. I'm not telling you like go dip yourself in acid right. or something like and say go set yourself on fire right. said, go it, bathe the dirt off of your body so you could be healthy right and clean um and so you don't stink and and it's real easy to get sucked into that the argument. back and forth right you know because in my mind i'm sitting here going i'm the parent i'm telling you to right. go do something who do you think you are to right. argue with me and, so so again right. it's that selfish ambition it's that now i'm gonna you know extend my dominance my and, right. and i'm gonna show you and they're just being rebellious because, let's be honest, they're black-hearted little dirty wretched they're little sinners. Wicked, yeah, little sinners. You know, who know how to rebel. And and as we all do, and that's where as an adult, as a parent, you go, I'm not, it's not a conversation. I told you to do something, now go do it. And that's it. Right. It doesn't have to turn into a, can I say? Un, okay. No. It's- <laughs> and if you heard that, I apologize. I'm sorry. It turns into a... Um, a, a peen a tug of war rather okay <laughs> but i go like again who's response i mean you the adult you like, adult is you responsible <laughs> right like and again i'm not saying don't discipline your right. child but you don't get into a, a screaming match with your child right because then you're really you're just as juvenile and immature as they are and then you look well foolish. and what are you teaching in that moment? Because you got to understand you're always teaching something. Every moment you're awake, you are teaching someone something. Like, and, and again, you know, when we first got married, mm-hmm. another example. Oh boy. I did not come, not, not that we weren't confrontational in my house, but it was more under the rug. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, like, um, what's the word? Like I never heard my parents argue. Right. Or I very rarely heard my parents argue. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. If they were arguing, they would separate and go into the room, like their bedroom right. and, and, you know, whatever, argue in there mm-hmm. um, and not do it in front of us. Right. Where, where you come from, a, a little different tactic. 
Yep, my um, Latin roots. We have uh, high <laughs> high tempers and blood boils. Passion. And we are passionate <laughs> people. And man, you say the wrong thing or look the wrong way. I mean, it was on. <laughs> so when we first got married, we have very, very different conflict resolution styles coming into a marriage. And not that either one was horrible and but they neither one well, of them was I don't definitely think, healthy i don't think either one of them was right or wrong no they just they were. they were just the way we had seen conflict resolved growing up right so we would get into an argument you know as, as <laughs> i know no one out there thinks we argue but Never. um but it does happen um just occasionally it's happened once or twice on a podcast episode <laughs> if you've listened to any of them you can you can hear feel that the tension. heightened level of stress in our voices but when we first got married, especially, you would want to attack the problem like Immediately. right now. Oh, yeah. It didn't even matter what it was. I wanted to talk about it right now, right now, right now. I mean, and I would literally. First of all, let me stop you right there. <laughs> okay. Because you used the word talk about I it. I said attack the problem. Yeah, but you were like, you know, I'd want to talk about it right now. You didn't want to talk. What did I want to do? You wanted to yell and scream and, and. That was my way of talking. That wasn't talking. And I would follow or Josh around our small little apartment <laughs> and our small little house when we moved and he'd be like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. And I would, and then it would just, but it would get you more mad, even though I was trying to just separate and go, Hey, let's calm down. It infuriated me to a level I can't even put into words. Like I thought I was going to have an aneurysm. I was so mad because I wanted to talk about it right now, right now, right now. But sometimes the very best thing we can do mm-hmm. is to separate ourselves. And I don't do that anymore. I no, mean. no, no. But I mean, this was a couple of moons ago. Um, <laughs> God, it really was a long time ago, wasn't yeah, it? It was. We've been together a long time. But sometimes the best thing we can do is to separate. Right. And and calm down. Like, right. let that emotion go a little bit and, and then readdress that issue. Right. And... You got nothing? What? No, I, I was trying to read something. Oh. But the the question then would be, okay, those are great examples at my house. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, even if I'm with a friend or something that, and I have the ability to separate, mm-hmm. what about when I'm at work? And, and the source of my anger right. is the person I'm sitting next to at work. Right. And I would say, great question. Hmm. But the answer would still be very similar. You know, I get... You may sit in a cubicle next to someone or, you know, you may teach in a classroom next to someone or, or whatever the case may be. Um, or you may be on the same job site as someone or, you know, you may be like right there with each other. I will tell you right now, if, if you look through military history, mm-hmm. I can guarantee you all those guys of the greatest generation that were sitting in those foxholes with each other mm-hmm. were not best friends. Right. But what we have to understand is again we can maybe maybe it's a trip to the bathroom maybe it's i'm gonna go get a drink of water maybe it's i'm just gonna walk around the office real quick right it's any kind of separation you can put into it to get you need to yes you need to get your emotion in check Mm -hmm. so so maybe no it's not a okay i have 15 20 minutes where i can just go be by myself right but maybe it is just a i'm just gonna stand up and stretch i'm just i'm gonna regain composure self-control um, and then I'm going to talk about this. And that's the other thing. Like, don't be afraid to talk about it. Right. 
Conflict resolution. Right. Conflict's gonna happen. Right. Anytime you have anybody, like more than one person in a group, and and really, let's back that up. How many times have you had like inner conflict where you do the same thing to yourself? Right. How do you separate from yourself? Like, right. <laughs> you can't know, walk away from yourself. It's well, kind of conflict is just part of life, and and you need to be able to resolve it in a healthy way. And a friend of um a friend of ours, Shelby, said the other day, um, tension is not a bad thing. <laughs> I mean, it was in a different context, but it but it, it but it's, it's true. Yeah. Tension is not a bad thing. I mean, even at the gym, I'm, you know, you're lifting weights and it's like, oh my, I, I don't know if I could do this. You push through it. But another thing we have to understand when we're addressing anger um, is hurt people hurt people. Absolutely. And if you don't, what is it? If you don't heal what cut you, if you don't heal, what is it? I don't know. You that bleed one. on the people that, if you don't heal what hurt you, you won't, you bleed on the people that right. didn't cut you. Let's just stick with hurt people hurt people. <laughs> So, because we know that one. Um, I knew it. It just didn't come out the right way. What we're talking about in this is sometimes we are angry at someone Mm -hmm. for an incident that may have occurred years before we even met that person. Guilty. I think we all are to a certain extent. Yeah. You know, someone hurt us in our past and, and that anger is now being directed at someone in our life currently. And I think as a parent, like you have to be able to acknowledge to your children that you're not perfect. You make mistakes. And there are times like me personally with the kids, like something's going on with me and they're, they're coming at me, mommy, 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 mommy. And I I'll say, listen, I need you to let, let give mommy, give mommy a minute. Like I'm processing through something. I'm upset. It has nothing to do with you. Let me, let me process through this. Cause I don't want to you know, mouth vomit on you. Absolutely. And, and when we did the podcast about forgiveness, that's why we, we focus so much on forgiveness isn't necessarily for the person we're forgiving. It's for us. Right. Because when we keep that bottled up, we're going to lash out. That has to come out at some point. And, and when you do lash out, cause you will, as much as you want to be in control, go apologize. I mean, that brings healing, not just Yes. To that person, but that brings healing to you. And then you actually end up being more accepting when someone comes to you to ask for forgiveness and you're more likely to forgive yourself. Absolutely. I mean, think about it like a cup full of water. Mm-hmm. If you're a cup, if you're the cup and you're just like full to the brim, mm-hmm. any little drop that comes in is going to cause an the overflow. Slide, right. One little. Yep. So it may dropper. be me asking Debbie, hey, what do you want for dinner? Oh. That may have been the drop. That is usually the trap. <laughs> and and all of a sudden, out comes this just waterfall right. of... Just mouth vomit. You need to lead our house better and... <laughs> Make yeah. decisions and if you, know, you would just be more in control and yes, it's like... Yes, and it's like... Oh, dude, I was just trying to be nice. Like, you know, and... Burger King it is. And so, right. And sometimes we need to work on those past hurts before we can work on the current ones in our life. Like, but I think that's that's really where like my head was at when I was saying you have to acknowledge you have to acknowledge what hurt you, who hurt you, and and sometimes you may not be able to deal with that person. Right. You know, like sometimes that person may be dead, and there's no way to go back and yes. you know deal with that now. And that kind of leads me into this this one point that's kind of just like off by itself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need to reach out to someone who is more trained. Yes. 
than you right <laughs> or or maybe even people you know mm-hmm. like sometimes you need to reach out to a professional in this manner i right. mean there are people who are literally trained in conflict resolution right and trauma and like i don't know you right <laughs> you know for those of you that don't know josh is trained in conflict <laughs> conflict resolution um crisis intervention um and it just again these are things that that sometimes we can't deal with on our own and i know everyone out here is like you know i'm strong enough to go through this i got it i got it no you don't but sometimes we don't and sometimes again things that happened 10 15 20 years ago are hurting us even today for me i mean i know i can speak for me personally and you can attest to this there are things that you know, I went through in my past as a kid, you know, as a teenager. And I mean, you said something the other day, you're like, wow, here we are 25 years later and it's coming right back up. Um, because those were things that I didn't acknowledge and I didn't deal with. And, you know, thankfully I do have the tools and the resources to deal with them now. But, um, you know, sometimes you don't even know it just creeps up on you. Absolutely. And like we discussed the other day, I mean, sometimes you deal with stuff and then other stuff comes up that, you know, you you had even further down. But that's how cool God designs your brain where he's like, I'm going to let this stay over here in the corner for a minute because you can't deal with this right Right. now. Your brain can't process through it. But that's why prayer needs to be the first thing. Right. You know, and and, reach out to people to pray for you. And with you. And with you. and, And sometimes you don't have the words. I know... You know, there's a group of us ladies, and I love that we can reach out to each other and, and talk to each other and pray for and be completely honest with each other. That is huge. You know, you can do the whole, I have an unspoken prayer request. That, that ain't That's gonna not going to work. You need to just go listen. Here's the deal. Right. Don't judge me. And if they do. Move on. Move on. Whatever. And if you need someone to pray with, seriously, reach let us know. Reach out to us. Yeah, we'll, we'll pray, pray with you. you. But the big takeaway from all this is understand anger can cause a lot of harm, mm-hmm. a lot of damage, a lot of hurt, right. and it can do it very quickly. Oh, yeah. It can I spiral. mean, there is not a person listening right now, mm-hmm. including us, that hasn't done or said something in anger that we regret. Oh. But understand, once it's oh. out... You cannot take it back. You can't. You can you can work on on the effects and the impact it made. And the you know, I was talking in the class the other day. We were talking about the ripple effect. One mm-hmm. about water. You know, you have no idea that one thing you do, that ripple, it's going to keep going and going and going. And then I mean, you can have generations that you impact because of whatever's happening right now. Right. And and again. <clears throat> reconciliation is not necessarily off the table just because you did or said something stupid. Right. You know, that's, that's the whole point of what we do as disciples of Jesus is we are given the ministry of reconciliation. Right. And, and a pastor we listened to once said, forgiveness doesn't mean that you continue to be a doormat and understand for you or the other person. Right. But understand that that relationship, once something happens, that relationship will never be the same. Right. You know, and this is something I've told you many times. It will either be better and stronger. Right. Or it will cease to exist. Right. And that's happened. I mean, that's yeah. happened to me. Like That's happened to me. Yeah. Many times. Yeah. You know, and, and most of the time it was my fault and me saying stuff that I probably shouldn't have. If I'm honest. Right. 
And, and, you know, those are still things I deal with today. Mm-hmm. There are things, there are hurts that I know I cause people that I know I will, ne- I'll never see them again. I've literally searched them out on Instagram and Facebook and everywhere to see if I could apologize. And, um, I have no idea where they are. <laughs> so <laughs> the challenge this week is I challenge you take control of your temper. Take control of your emotion. Take control of everything that it is that you have going on right. in your life. Forgive those that need to be forgiven. And move on. Move past it. Yes. And be, practice self-control. Right. So until next week, we love you. Love you guys. Thanks we for listening. We can't wait to talk again. Bye. <laughs>